I am my sister's keeper, though she may not keep me. I will encourage my sister to be all that she can be. I am my sister's keeper, though my sincerity she may not see. I am my sister's keeper, the way that God is the keeper of me. All right, let's roll our new intro. Hey, Kaden. Yes, mommy. It's time for the She's About Business show. Yes. <laughs> you know, God knew who he was creating when he created me, and the same is true for you. We must persevere. Now, faith to me is the most vital part of our strengthening process. We must believe in the process. We must believe in our ability to complete the process. And we must believe in the one who orchestrates the process. I hate to break it to you, but we're all called to help and inspire someone. If you have children, guess what? They're watching you. If you have family members or friends, guess what? They're watching you. (laughs) And they are either going to be inspired to fail or succeed. Hey there, this is Diathea Garns, the Impact Coach, and you are listening to the She's About Business show where we are impacting lives and inspiring change. Let's get started with the show. Hey there, it's your host, Diathea Garns. This is a very special episode of the show. As I mentioned last week, I've been selected to be an author in an upcoming international anthology entitled The Total Woman. This anthology is dedicated to inspiring women around the world. And for my chapter, I'll be discussing how a woman living in America can actually impact women around the world. So I am so excited about that. I wrote the poem that I just read entitled My Sister's Keeper years ago when I realized that I was called to not necessarily be a voice for women, but to women, reminding them that there's a great life that God wants them to live, and then also giving them the tools to accomplish that life, that purpose. So I'm so excited to be a part of the Total Woman Project, and I'm also very excited about this week's episode and all the other exciting things that are on the horizon. The sponsor for today's show is yours truly, so visit diatheagarns.com to learn more about me, my services, and upcoming events. This is episode 20 of the She's About Business show, aka The Sab Show. Oh my goodness, we've made 20 shows, guys. That's a huge milestone for any podcast. And as always, I like to give honor to God for all of his amazing blessings. This definitely would not be possible without him and without the love and guidance and grace provided by my Savior, Jesus Christ. And of course, thanks to all of you, my fabulous sisters and fabulous fellas, for tuning in and for supporting the show on the various platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, Podomatic, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and of course, YouTube. Also, don't forget that you can get even more uplifting content on the Binge Network. Just look for the She's About Business channel and start watching today. And don't forget that you can also ask Alexa to play the SAB 
That's the Sab show. As you guys remember, I worked really hard to make that happen. (laughs) I hope you guys have been taking advantage of that. I mentioned last week that I'm also working on the She's About Business book series. The first four books of the series will hopefully be released in May. And yes, I said four books. So I have been working really, really, really hard, as you guys can see, just to make the She's About Business brand grow. And I would not be able to do that without you guys. So thank you so much again for all of your support. Just make sure you listen out for information on how to get your copies of those books and other information about them. Also, I'm going to be going on tour, so to speak, and I'll be doing guest appearances on other shows, the first of which will be the Shades of Strong podcast. That's the Shades of Strong podcast. So if you've never listened to that show before, make sure you, you know, be on the lookout for the upcoming episode with yours truly and some other amazing women will be on the episode with me as well. So in addition to this being the 20th episode and in addition to all of the great announcements and all the wonderful things that are going on, another reason that this show is pretty special to me is because of the topic. And I'll be doing a follow-up episode on a very similar topic next week with a special guest, which is also something new that I'm going to be starting as well. I'm going to start having guests on some of the shows, so I'm really excited about that. But our topic for this episode is why it's so important for women to support each other. When I wrote the I Am My Sister's Keeper poem, like I mentioned before, I had finally accepted the fact that, you know, I was called to help other women. Now, the thing to understand and keep in mind is that I was the person (laughs) who prayed to God to have sons because I didn't feel that I had the capacity to raise a daughter. I don't know why, but the thought terrified me. As a matter of fact, with my first son, the doctor told me like for the full nine months that I was having a girl and I was devastated. I cried for the full nine months. (laughs) It's hard to explain why, but it was like there was something deep down inside of me that made me feel a certain sense of fear at having to have such a close relationship with another female. And I know that that may sound crazy and it's really hard to understand, but I'm sharing this with you guys for a reason. And, you know, I've talked before about my best friend and the fact that, you know, we've been friends since the fifth grade. So I definitely know and um, well knew at that time, you know, the awesomeness that could come from, you know, having such an amazing and close relationship with another woman. But honestly, I think that I probably didn't really count her because our relationship had morphed into something else, like something very special and uniquely and lovingly weird. (laughs) A long time ago, it morphed into, you know, something It's amazing, though. It's really like having, I guess, a sister from another mister, as they say. But what I'm trying to say, you know, is that I definitely knew the benefits of, you know, being friends with women and, and, you know, being able to trust another woman. 
But I think, you know, at the same time, honestly, I had just experienced so many fractured relationships with women from friends to family members, you know, that I didn't trust other females totally, except for my best friend. And so I guess I didn't really trust myself to be able to raise a female properly. And I know that probably doesn't make sense, but, you know, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest and you guys will see where I'm going with this. And I mean, honestly, it wasn't like my relationships with men had been any better. So it's not like I, you know, was really able to connect with them any better. But, (laughs) you know, I think that there's this deep rooted issue between women where we are far more forgiving of men than we are of each other. Mm, That's a great topic. I know it's a topic for a different episode, but I think, you know, it's an important point. Looking back on it now, that way of thinking seems like just a faded memory. You know, now from, you know, the last few years, of course, especially since I've been doing the coaching and and the ministering and, and everything, I've mentored many kids and young people and the girls and I have had some, you know, just amazing bonds and we still do. I talked last week about my niece who I love so very much. So that way of thinking was definitely based on fear rooted in some lie from the enemy. It definitely was not the essence of who I am. And don't get me wrong. I'm still glad I have boys, <laughs> but I do believe that if I would have had a girl, it would have been just as much of an amazing blessing as my boys are. My point is that when I wrote that poem, I had finally accepted the fact that regardless of whatever doubts I had about connecting with other women, there was a call upon my life to do just that. And that meant being willing to be my sister's keeper, even when my sister isn't willing to do the same. You know, sometimes the very thing that God calls you to do is where the enemy focuses his attacks. Actually, I should say that this happens most of the time. So looking back at, you know, all the challenges that I faced, you know, in relationships with other women, it makes perfect sense now. And honestly, I believe that this type of thing happens so much within our society. You know, we can look on TV and see, you know, that this happens a lot. We can look to the music industry. It's everywhere. It's almost like our culture has, you know, just made it a norm for women to be in competition with each other and to be at each other's throats and to be jealous and fearful and hateful and just downright mean to each other. And a lot of time, I believe it comes from a place of fear. It's almost as if there's this underlying fear that if another woman gets ahead, then there's going to be less for every other woman. And I've said it so many times before, but it's just simply not true. There is enough of every good thing for all of us to take part. You know, I usually don't talk about celebrities or really even current events. And if I do, you know, I'll just make like a general statement. But something happened earlier this week that makes it really important for me to to do that this week. So over the last few years, I've made a decision to give up things such as reality TV. I only had a few shows that I watched anyway, 
But I would just get so upset about some of the things that I see that I just had to leave it alone. I was getting too engrossed in it. Um, One of the things about my personality that seems to always get me in trouble is that I hate to see injustice. And to me, seeing women, you know, just tear each other down is an absolute injustice. Even when I was in the state where I feared connecting with females, I never believed in tearing them down. You know, I was still always trying to encourage them. It was just like, okay, I can encourage you from a distance. I don't need to be your friend, you know. (laughs) But anyway, one of my favorite shows was Real Housewives of Atlanta. And anyone who knows me knows that my favorite girl from day one was Phaedra Parks. I even had one person tell me that she was like my celebrity twin, not because we look alike, but I guess because we just have some other similarities. But (laughs) my point is that, you know, Phaedra has caught a lot of slack for a lot of things. And I didn't always agree with everything she did. Of course not. Right. Because nobody's perfect. Just just like I'm not perfect. Right. But as a minister, I'm always praying for discernment about people. And I feel like I have really good discernment about people because I'm always praying for that. (laughs) And God honors our prayers, you know. Um, But I've always felt that she had a really good heart, you know. And I could tell that a lot of the things that she did or, you know, the bad choices that she made was, you know, a lot of times I believe out of a sense of just trying to protect herself and protecting her values and the things that she held dear. And I think that is one of the things that she and I may have in common that my friend was pointing out when she said that, you know, that that I was a lot like her. And, you know, maybe she even made, you know, some mistakes out of the fear of losing something, you know, that she valued. And I've done the same thing. So that is why I recognize that, you know, and I recognize that we can be in a place where we make some mistakes and we don't do everything right. But a lot of times, you know, we do that out of this fear and we're not always conscious or aware of that, you know, and we know better because we know that fear doesn't come from God, not that type of fear anyway. But anyway, just to make a long story short, um, this past week, I happened to see an article, um, you know, and people were discussing, you know, her and her her situation and her life and they were just you know many of them not all of them but many of them were tearing her down about this thing or that thing you know just things that were so simple and unimportant really from dating light-skinned men to celebrating St. Patrick's Day and I noticed that most of the negativity was coming from other women and it really just broke my heart I mean, regardless of what you think of her, this woman has been through some stuff, right? Some stuff that would have broken a lot of people. Not only was she betrayed by her husband, but in my opinion, she was betrayed by one of her closest friends, too. You know, maybe a few of them. Like I said, I really definitely haven't watched the show since she's not been on there. Um, But toward the end of the, the season that was her last season, I kind of stopped watching it because I just couldn't take some of the stuff that I was seeing. But um, you can, you know, kind of look it up if you're not familiar with everything that um, that she went through. I won't get too much into that. But my point is that she seems to be in a really, really great place right now after going through 
all that she went through. So why in the world would other women tear her down for things that are, like I said, so small and so unimportant? So what if she has a type? Don't we all? I mean, if we're honest, why is it so upsetting that her type is light skinned men? You know, would it be better if it was, you know, dark skinned men or white men? Like, who cares? You know, so, okay, she wore green on St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) You know, she's always made it clear that she believes in the Lord. So we can assume that she's not out worshiping St. Patrick. You know, she just did what we've all done at some point, which is to wear a shirt or color because we're going to take a picture or we're going to go to work and we don't want people to pinch us if we don't wear green or, you know, whatever. doesn't matter why she did it. It's her prerogative. Right. But my point is, is that, you know, why is all the hate necessary? One person even said something about how her, you know, new boyfriend's hand was positioned on, you know, like it was just it was just ridiculous. And I I just I felt awful about it. And I'm just thinking, even if it was someone else, not just because, you know, I'm partial to Phaedra, (laughs) but You know, even if it was somebody else, like why all the hate? Why is that necessary? I'm just using my girl Phaedra as an example. But the bigger picture is that we need to change the narrative of what it means to support each other. You know, we need to make the norm supporting each other and make hating on each other something that we are just not willing to accept. Not saying that. Phaedra is perfect. I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not saying that my sister next door to me is perfect or the woman that I work with is perfect. But what I am saying is that we are all imperfect, but I still want my sisters to support me. So therefore, I need to support my sisters. That's all I'm saying. We don't have to all agree. We don't even have to like each other. You know, I've worked with some amazing women who were amazing as far as their talent, you know, and their abilities. But their personalities rubbed me the wrong way, because, as I said, I don't like injustice. So when I see someone who's always kind of picking on other people or bullying or talking negative or, you know, all of this stuff, like it just it doesn't sit well with me. So I've had incidents where, you know, I speak out about stuff like that. Right. But. I still respect these women and I'm quick to tell them, you know, I'm quick to say, listen, this is not cool with me. You know, you're not going to treat me in this way. I don't like the way you're treating me, but you know what? I still respect you. You know, I like you as a person. But what I'm telling you is that what you're doing is not cool. And that is something I'm not going to put up with. You know, so all I'm saying is that it's okay for us to you know, support each other doesn't mean that we're all going to always be on the same page. But many marriages are broken up because one woman looked at another woman and didn't care about hurting her. Many friendships are lost because one woman felt that a choice that would hurt her friend or her sister was more important than her friend or her sister. You know, it doesn't make sense. It's so funny (laughs) because I was just thinking the other day how You know, so many people, mostly women, will show up for, say, a housewoman party, but won't support other women when they start a business, especially when it's someone 
they know. Now, of course, there are plenty of women who do support their friends when they start businesses. But I'm just saying that people will come to a housewarming party because they're curious and they want to see the house. Let's just keep it real. And notice I didn't say nosy. (laughs) I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) But then they won't buy the book or support the store. Because if that woman surpasses their success in some way, they feel less than. And it's wrong. It's crazy. Why is it important for women to support each other? That's the question that basically is our topic. And for me, the answer is because supporting each other is supporting ourselves. Because loving my sister is loving myself. Because there is enough to go around. Because what God has for me is for me and what he has for you is for you. Because God does not like ugly. (laughs) And the very thing that you do to your sister in malice now, you know, in malice, because sometimes we can do things and we don't really intend to do it. We fall into situations, but a lot of things are done in malice. And those very things that you do to your sister in malice might just be done to you. Why is it important for women to support each other? Because women are teachers and men look to us to learn how to treat us. So if you're mean and hateful and callous to other women, you know, how do you then expect other people, especially men, not to be mean and hateful and callous to you? Why is it important for women to support each other? Because if we all decide that we are our sister's keeper, we'll all be stronger and the world will be better, period. And I know that this topic may sound like a pipe dream for some people, but I truly believe that we can change this. I believe we can turn it around. I make it a habit to compliment other women in stores and restaurants just randomly because, you know, I like their hair or their outfit or, you know, I think they're beautiful. And there's always this look of surprise on their faces. It's almost like, you know, they're so shocked that they're looking at me like like I'm crazy. (laughs) But I think it's because they're not used to that. But it's like, it's okay. Them being beautiful doesn't make me any less beautiful. Them being successful doesn't make me any less successful. It's time for a change and we can do it. We are fabulous after all. (laughs) All right, fabulous ones. That's the end of the show for this week. Make it a habit starting this week to love your sisters more, to trust your sisters more. And we are all sisters black, white, yellow, and brown. Tell a sister she's beautiful or compliment her hair or her nails. You don't have to be friends with everybody. That's impossible, right? But just be more conscious of the energy that you give to the women around you, all right? Because I'm telling you, if you change that, you will be happier and you probably will end up making some really amazing friends some really amazing contacts, even if not friends, right? And it's so important. You could be the light that is, you know, the only light in another woman's life at any given point or moment in her life, okay? 
All right. So thanks, you guys, so much again for all of your support. And don't forget that it's so very important to me and to the show that you leave a rating or review on the platform of your choice. I appreciate those of you who have taken the time to do that so far. You guys are amazing. And if you're listening on iTunes, Google Podcasts, TuneIn or Spotify, Podbean, Podomatic or any of the other amazing platforms, please review and share the show. And if you're listening on YouTube on the She's About Business channel, please subscribe, share and like. And don't forget that I have amazing content on the Binge Network that you can't find anywhere else. So check it out and sign up there. All right. Until next time, let's work at being about the business of living our very best lives by supporting the other amazing women around us, even if just in love and in words or in prayer. The best way to live your best life is to help others live theirs. And remember that you and I are on this journey together. I love you. The She's About Business show is directed and hosted by Daithia Garns, digital editing by Will Rice at Pro Voice Guy Studios, and copyright by She's About Business Inc. Thanks so much for listening to the She's About Business show. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. Also, if you think I'm doing a great job or you enjoy an episode, leave a review, rating, or comment. I love to hear from you. And don't forget to visit She'sAboutBusiness.com for amazing blog articles, events, and services. Love you guys. Let's be about business.